This is the Reflector Reflections podcast. My name is Annie. Join me as we revisit with our guests who've been on their journey over this past year and connect to them to see where they're at now and how they're going. Today's beautiful conversation is with Mila. Mila is a 6-2 manifester and was on episode 12 with us sharing her journey as a manifester, her friendships with reflectors, parenting by design and helping other manifestors navigate their unique design. It is so lovely to catch up with you again, my lovely friend. Welcome back. (laughs) I was just telling Annie before we started recording that I just love the fact that it's so easy to connect to someone across the world. I'm going to miss the internet when it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Is it going somewhere? Maybe it is. Is it going somewhere? Do you know something we don't know? No, I'm just, you know, it's 2027 is getting closer. And so the background will shift and, but hopefully it won't go anywhere during my lifetime. I don't know. (laughs) Never know. Just appreciate it now. No, it's, I was, I was, I didn't actually listen back to the podcast that we did recently. I did listen to it and I was like, oh, I said a lot of fucked up shit. That's the beauty about going back. You don't listen to it. You're just like, I know we were talking about something. And I've often said to you as well, like when I first started listening to the podcast you had with, with um, Kezia, mm. I'm like, I want my own manifesting. Can you be my manifested best friend? I want my own manifesting best friend. <laughs> I've got them literally crawling out of the wall. I remember you saying to me, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah. I've got I've got them all around me now and it's just like I literally have my own queen's guard. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. And it's just like, look at them all popping up everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, that's a very different connection between the, the manifestor and the reflector because the, and not all reflectors in my life are living their experiment. Most of them are aware of their design, uh, but not living their experiment. But there's, for me as a manifester with that repelling aura, it's so, so much easier being in, in, in the same space with the reflector than with a not self generator, sacral being or a not self projector. Mm. that it's just so much easier for my body I can feel myself physically just relax I love it (laughs) yeah I I have that's what the friends of mine have said they're like you're easier to be around and when because obviously I've inducted them into the cult um (laughs) but um (laughs) But it's like they, you know, I say, yeah, you know, but, you know, the, the feedback is also, I want to say air quoting here, the word not self, but, you know, I have one uh, manifest, I suppose that reflected in, one manifest, a friend who's a three, five, and she has not so much this year, but definitely last year, she, she would struggle. She'd think I was angry with her or upset. And it was, it was sometimes I sort of had to say to her, how were you feeling on that day? Well. Yeah. And I think she's learned yeah. now to to whatever she feels she's picking up from me could be a reflection of how she's internalizing her day or or feeling about herself. Because I sort of say, well, I'm pretty much the same for most, you know, most school pickups. I'm the same. <laughs> Nothing much changes. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and and I think for manifestors that's such an easy for for the mind that's such an easy go to because we're taught at such an and I'm generalizing here, um, but that's a pattern I've seen. It's so usual that you internalize your anger and because you get angry so often because you people don't treat you according to strategy and authority so you get this anger but then you're punished when you get angry so you internalize it and then you think that everyone else reacts the way you do when you're quote-unquote mistreated so it's easy to to believe or to think that someone's angry with you because that's how I react but I'm not allowed to show that reaction so having a reflector being able to to stay neutral and not take on that anger as their own is just it's very healing and and it's very soothing and yeah reflectors are awesome (laughs) (laughs) well like most types there i guess there's some not good and bad that's that's the wrong words but you know what I mean there can be um some mm. unsavory types in li- in just life in general can't there yeah but yeah. but then it's also you don't you don't resonate with everyone mm. just because someone is is a is a certain type or or they have a certain definition in their chart doesn't necessarily mean that you'll get along I mean they're still a person And even if you can look at a chart and go, oh, these are the definition and blah, blah, you still have conditioning and you never know what someone's been through and how their, how their life has has shaped them or imprinted them or conditioned them or whatever expression you want to use. So very true. And and that was, um, that was a, um, discernment that became very clear for me. I, I initiated an, an immersion with Marianne Winnegar here in, in, in Sweden this summer. And bef- to the, the ones I've been to before, I've sort of gone into them as, oh, we'll all get along kind of a mindset. Um, but this time it was very clear to me that certain people just weren't correct. And and an immersion is, is somewhere where you simply put, you hang out and you interact according to to the mechanics of the aura. So no one initiates with a with a manifester. Generators get asked yes, no questions and, and projectors get invited to share their their perspective and reflectors yeah, get please tell me what are we to... what are we doing? <laughs> no, th- because this this immersion there was only one reflector, um, and there've been the one bef- I went to before that. I think there were actually two or three, and they were just you know asked if if there was anything that they wanted to share, and they were all also informed that you know if you wanna if you wanna move around the room and just see how that feels when you know different parts of the room um and I think because I'm so spoiled because of Kitsian <laughs> um to me reflectors are 
and you, they're easy to get along with and you you carry your own unique perspective, um, which I really appreciate. But then again, that can be said for for any type or any friend who is living their experiment. So it, it's because we're so ingrained with what a relationship looks like. You know, you, you call me and then I call you. And then it's sort of, it's supposed to be a back and forth or an equal thing or whatever parameters you've, you've set up in your mind. And for me as a manifester, it's really, I really don't appreciate someone approaching me. I yeah. really don't. Unless you um, reach out like you do to me and say, you know, it's okay for you to 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 ask me <laughs> question stuff, and I always giggle and I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> because if because if I don't tell you, you don't know, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, but but it's 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 the I think it's just the ease of 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 being left alone, which may we which gives me space to move towards. And that's rare for a manifester to have that space. Yeah. And b because most people don't, because it's rude, right? If you walk into a room and there are people in the room, you say hello to everyone, right? Mm. No. <laughs> you don't say hello to everybody? Um, If someone, if I'm, like the immersion, um, I don't want you to say hello to me. It, 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 it's, it's not nice. And now it's gotten to a point where it used to piss me off. Yeah. It used to piss me off. And now I feel a little bit more like, oh, man. Because what happens is I might see someone and they walk into a room and I'm like, oh, I want to go talk to that person. If they approach me, then the energy's gone. Yeah. It's like I have all this energy and, and someone just pulls out the plug and it just all drains away. And I have this, I'm still waiting. <clears throat> I have this generator because my youngest daughter has, has an open throat. <clears> throat> and so she navigates the world in a different way than everyone else in the family because we all have defined throats different configurations but defined throats and i know this generator who has an open throat and i asked if he was available to to answer some questions and he was so um i sent him a text i'm like oh you have energy and i have some questions and he he answered yes and then he asked me a question and it was the smallest, tiniest, just a polite question. I think it was something like, how are you doing? Or, or, and it just drained the energy and my mind, I feel so guilty and I want to get back to him, but now it's like, I have to wait for the energy to get back there. Yeah. Wow. And it's, it, it's the, it's just. It, it was one question and I like the guy. I initiate the whole thing, but he came back with a question. It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I love that you, I love how you're so aware you are of that. Could you imagine 
which you, you would know, obviously, but I, I think to myself, could you imagine if you were me and I was a manifester, but I never really understood why that person suddenly just pissed me off. Like and it, it'd be it'd be a constant feeling of just self-doubt, like what is going on with me? And not understanding what you just explained then about the energy just, just drained. And I just yeah. think, wow, <clears throat> that's, you know, that's, I guess the, what, what we do here is reflectors helping reflectors. And that's, is that something you're still doing? Are you still doing that? You, a lot of the manifesto work that you were doing? Uh, I, I am, I've pulled back because I, well, this is another thing. I was like, after the, the, the last thing we did, I was like, oh no, I'm not, I'm not a trained analyst yet. Like I'm in the middle of my education. I felt so bad. I was like, I don't want people believing that I'm an analyst when I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the middle or I'm towards the tail end of my analyst training, which takes up a lot of my time. And um, our youngest daughter, uh, the generator with the open throat, um, has just started preschool. So that's been a lot of a lot of work because she's a, a pandemic baby. She's not been around people. She's not been anywhere but home. So for her, it was a lot more than just learning to be. It, it was everything was new. Yeah, everything was new. Being around a group of kids, being around different adults, being in a different environment. So everything was new. So she's still, we're still adjusting. So that's taking up a lot of my time. To get back to your question, yes, <laughs> I still work with manifestors, not to the extent that I used to, uh, but I can see, I can see the the confusion for for a lot of manifestors, and especially when you go online. Mm. There is so much, and I'm not going to mince my word. There's so much fucked up shit being spouted as i'm sure it is for for reflectors as well have you ever heard, have you ever seen my fifth line go go nuts? <laughs> oh yeah you, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah comes in and out doesn't it it's like just just wait for it it's like I've got something to say <laughs> i love it and you think you should really I hold back it. and i'm like oh i don't give a fuck anymore <laughs> like i just i just get shit some days and it's like it's going to come out and it's yeah you know and other people will sort of say you know, you should really wait. <laughs> and I'm like, I am the cross of distraction. I have six fucking gates in my throat. Do you think I'm going to wait? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little, I do have a little bit of fun with that sometimes. It, 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 yeah. it, it invigorates my energy of just going, I'm just going to stir a little bit of shit and, because I really want to have a say and then I'll just, you know, the meme where they pretty much just go in light a match and throw it and it just goes off and then they just walk away. Yeah. That's sometimes, and I know that sounds silly, but that's sometimes how it feels. And sometimes yeah. you have a little snigger as you walk away going, <laughs> and you think, how old are you again? And you think, no, I just need to say something that nobody else is going to say because they're too busy pussyfooting around. Yeah, but isn't that, isn't that the, the, because that's, that's the thing that I find with human design for, for all the types, it's like, there, it, that it should be some kumbaya shit, and we're all getting along, and it's like, no, 
I will definitely, and I for sure have, especially during the immersion in Stockholm, because I was the one who initiated and Marianne mentioned that in her letter going out to everyone. So I know that there were people curious about who I was and, and like wanted to get to know me. And I said, mm, I don't, I, I asked Marianne, that was it. <laughs> I'm not part of it. I'm sure I pissed some people off. I'm sure there were people leaving that immersion thinking I was an asshole, which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. You don't have to get along with everyone. There's a, for me as a manifester though, I cannot like someone that doesn't give me the right to say mean shit to them. Does it make sense? Um, Let me see if I can rephrase that. I can be civil, but I don't have to play nice. Yeah. And if I don't want to talk to someone, I just don't talk to them. Mm. And if they perceive that as me being pissed off, because that's usually what happens for a manifester. If we don't step into a room and go, hello, everyone, oh, I'm here and I love everyone. Oh, I'm all flowers and rainbows and fucking unicorns and glitter. Um, people perceive us as pissed off, which I can understand in a sense. But no. Yeah. You know? And as as far as reflector reflectors, I don't know. I've I've heard a little bit of how, you know, how we how you're all supposed to be oh soft and wishy washy and <laughs> Yeah, flowy. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I am pretty fluid and flowy, but <laughs> sometimes there's a few boulders that go down that stream, so you better look out. It's you know. <laughs> I just, and for me, it's, I mean, I, I've seen shit you post and I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> you go get it. <laughs> Whoopsie days. It's having a mood. <laughs> you never know who I was channeling that day. It'd be interesting <laughs> if you go back and I actually tracked it through. I was, I was feeling really angry today, for example. I was just out of the blue. I just felt this frustration and I dropped in in my body and I'm like, where is that coming from? Last day of school, the summer holidays. And I thought, okay, mm. maybe it's just been a big day. And I'm like, no, this doesn't really feel like me. I wonder what's going on. So sure enough, I quickly sat down and because I and and looked what what's happening? What's happening in the transits? Yeah, sure enough, definitely got that manifest energy today. So I'm just like, yep, you got in my path. And <laughs> it's like I don't profess to feel it the same way as any other type, but it's like you you can you can you can't write you can't make this shit up. It just happens. It's just like literally a shoe got in my way, and it's just like that damn fucking shoe. Why is it in my way? And it's like okay, it was in my flow, man. It was in my flow, and I was like that really really annoyed me. Strange. <laughs> Now imagine living that every damn day. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's yeah, and it, it's it's become clear to me that there is a lot of people are really, or manifestors, I should say, are really um, keen on on finding a way to to navigate the world. So there's less resistance but for most of them it's just not correct because then what it turns into is 
you know, as a manifestor, it's easy to feel, as I'm sure for a reflector in, 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 say, in a similar but a different way, you feel left out, you feel like an outcast, you feel very different, you don't connect to people the way you see everyone else doing. And there's always, you know, people could be having a nice chat in the coffee room or whatever, and you walk in and, and then everything just, it just changes ever so slightly. It just changes. And once you leave, you can hear them start talking again. It's like, what? There must be something wrong with me. What am I doing wrong? So I get for manifestors who have lived that their whole life and they find out they're manifesting. and they're like, yes, I'm going to rule this shit, mother. You know, everyone, I'm the one to give orders. I'm the one to tell people what to do. I'm at the top of the pyramid. And that's the... Also, remember, I'm a sixth line. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, but but I see that narrative over and over that, you know, manifestors have some sort of responsibility for the world. And it's like, mm. if that's correct for you, then have at it. If that's where your strategy and authority leads you, go for it. That's definitely not where my strategy and authority led me. Yeah. And and I can understand that from a from a not self mind perspective, where it's like you've always felt on the outs and then all of a sudden you're like the shit. Yeah. But no. But it's it's difficult for the mind to to accept or surrender or admit that you know even if you have this quote-unquote power yeah that doesn't give you the right to bulldoze people into what you want or what you think you want yeah it's not the same thing yes <clears throat> and I think it's very it's very similar for the reflector type um of us knowing things us being able to pull stuff out of people and just, you know, <laughs> saying inappropriate things that people aren't ready to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got manifestors, you know, instead of going along and bulldozing stuff and you hear you've got reflectors going, oh, I thought everyone knew that. And they're just, it's like, gotta mind, mind your words, mind what you say to people. <laughs> That's a, that's a hard lesson to learn in both in both respects, isn't it? It's yeah. just it's it's like at the same time, why do we have to suppress who we are? So oh. there's a there's a part of us that just gets to that point of going, well, I'm not going to be conditioned anymore. I'm going to be respectful, as you were saying there before. I'm going to be respectful, but if I don't want to talk to you, I don't. I'm not going to talk to you. And how you yeah. perceive that is completely on you. Nothing to yeah. do with me. Yeah. That's freedom. Yeah, that's that's freedom. When you can get to that point, it's not not giving a shit. It's just owning who you are. Yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> that's that's the feeling I've had this year of just going. Hmm. Oh well. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, I, I, I had that um 
I had that really get to to a point of my dad died almost a year ago and uh it was really interesting watching how I navigated his death and and everything that that came after because I thought I was well I know I've been living my experiments you know since 2012 I've been using my my strategy and my authority but watching it unfold in in such a such as in a situation that was supposed to be so quote-unquote difficult to navigate and so emotional and I was sad and I cried and you know I had all these feelings but I wasn't emotional about it because I'm not emotional so I'm sure that some people perceive that as me being cold which I am in a sense because I'm splenic so it's only now that matters so I can be super sad and then you know it's like flipping a switch and I'm good it's over it's it's done with it's another now and I I broke one of the biggest rules um, at the funeral because I don't know what it's like in Australia but in, in Sweden the family is supposed to sit at the front and then descending yeah. you know I didn't go sit in the front I sat in the back because that's where I was comfortable. And thankfully my family, not my mom, but the rest of my family, I talked to them and they sort of knew the situation and, and I warned them, I informed them, I'm probably gonna behave in a way that's not conforming to protocol when it comes to funerals. So they were all prepared. I'd also told my mom, I don't know how much information she could actually take in since she just lost her life partner, but I told her, I I'd had done my part, I had informed her, and she wasn't sitting up there alone. Um, but the looks I got from the friends and everyone who didn't know, oh, I would have been just as dead as, dead as him. <laughs> because it was, I was, you know, but then they couldn't say anything to me because I was, you know, as part of the closest family. It was my dad just died, so they couldn't come and have a go at me. And it was just interesting to watch that and how it, it was so liberating to me to to really be put in a situation where I I just I couldn't move. I couldn't move from where I was sitting. It was so clear that it was not correct for me to follow the norm or or do what was expected of me it just wasn't correct yeah. and i was fine with it not being correct for me my mind didn't find it there was no way in for my mind you know the way it can be sometimes when you're making decisions that maybe aren't fully yeah, aligned or aligned, yeah. you know but there was no way in for my mind and I also made the decision not to go see him when he was in hospital. And I knew that when I got the call, I was like, nope, I'm not going to go see him. So I saw him six months, I think, roughly before he died. Mm. And and I just knew I'm not going to go see him. It's, yeah. it's not correct for me. And not a thought has ever crossed my mind where it's been like, oh, but don't you regret, you know, maybe you should have gone to visit him. Nothing. Nothing. 
And of course, there, there's more to the story, but it's not my story to tell. I'm just telling it from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And um, my mom is, is, she doesn't understand the way I live my life. Mm. <laughs> but she accepts that, you know, this is, this is how I operate now. And it's either that or not at all. That's right. Yeah. That's the point it, that it's gotten to for me. You you either accept that I operate the way I do or we don't have a relationship. Yeah, wow. Which is crazy, right? Because it's my mom. Right. But it's like, well, you I don't know. think it's crazy at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think but it, I think the filters just come off. It's like <clears throat> you know, with yeah, older people it's it's like suddenly they have no filter you know when they get old and they just say <laughs> yeah, yeah. shit as they say it <laughs> yeah. something happens to us when we get older where yeah it's it's the filter gets removed and i think last year my filter started to get to root and it was like oh, i think it also could be with women with menopause when they go through with yeah. menopause as there is this yeah. huge shift and it's just suddenly you really do stop giving a shit yeah. and it's like <laughs> And you were just saying there before, like, you know, having that moment of pure liberation, it's just like, this is liberating. Why don't they yeah. teach this in schools? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Yeah. And and speaking of school, like I said, our, our youngest daughter, she started preschool and, and she's, she's not, well, I, I can't say I'm surprised because I've known her all my life, but she is really, I don't like the word feisty, but she doesn't take any shit, like none. We she's go a manager, isn't she? She's a, is she... no, no, she's a pure generator. That's the thing. Yeah. She's a pure generator with an open throat, open yeah. ego. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> she, we, once a week we go to, um, uh, gymnastics and, and and it's nothing it's nothing organized it's just like um another family is renting this gymnastics hall and we just pull everything out ball and and rings and everything and they the kids just go nuts for an hour so the parents are there um and she was climbing up on this thing and wanted to jump off and this little boy about her age climbed up at the same time and she just went got in his face was like oh i i'm going and he was like, oh, okay. And so she went. And I was like, oh. And then I think went and, and picked her up from, from preschool yesterday. And she has this friend. And she loves this friend. They've become best friends. It's a boy. And they're about, I think he's a little bit bigger. And she was um, sliding down a little slope that they have. And I, I don't know exactly what happened. But he was on top of her. Not mean. But he was sort of laying on top of her. And she just screamed, no, you don't get to and bite me or something. And so he just sat back and he went, oh, sorry. And then he gave her a peck on the cheek and then he ran off. I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. And and I told my husband, I will not tell her off for that. No, I will not scold her for that. Because if she, she starts getting scolded for having her boundaries now, when she's yeah. four, 
I know where that where that's gonna lead you know yeah yep. totally. so you know <clears throat> of course we, we can talk to her and say you know don't use your sounds or you know you don't have to raise the volume maybe that much <laughs> you can still say no um yeah. but I I really I really like that quality yeah with her and and she's really she's really rough and 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 you know she likes to punch and wrestle and <laughs> she's feisty as you say yeah it will serve her <laughs> well there are, it's always um when you're raising children you want you, you kind of think I want you to have these attributes when you're an adult, but can you tone it down while I'm raising you and kind of bring them yes. back out when you're an adult? Yes. <laughs> can you, yes. It's like, <clears throat> I know this is going to serve you really well mm. later on, but fuck, it's hard to manage right now uh, being your parent. <laughs> our oldest daughter, she's the manifesting generator. That's right. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. She's the manifesting generator and she's ha she has a defined ego with an open head ashna. The things that she knows and the things that she doesn't need to be told. And it's like you said, we talk about this, me and my husband all the time. We know that these are all qualities that's going to be wonderful for you to have when you go out into the world and you have to navigate it on your own. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep you alive so you can get there. <laughs> <laughs> My son is exactly the same. Manifesting generator, completely defined will center, open head, <sighs> four, six. Some days I just, he is beautiful, but some days I just go, wow, you are going to rule the country because <laughs> you try and rule me now. And if you don't know something, just ask Jax because Jax will tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love it I love human design in this regard too when you're raising families yeah. and you because you 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 see right through it like my daughter's splenic and even just you saying there before I've learned so much from just listening to other splenic projectors or even splenic manifestors talk about that in the now and how you worded that yeah. before I'm just like oh right that's exactly what she's like she's not cold she's just living in in these moments because yeah. it's it's an instant and I'm like, thank yeah. you. That's just <laughs> saved me some frustration sometimes of going, I know you feel things. I know you do, but you yeah. never show it. It's just because she's yeah. in the in the actual now and in two seconds time, it'll be a different now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, again, going back to my dad, I was a good thing. I, I know I'm splenic because that, like I said, flipping a switch, like going from yeah. bawling my eyes out and like, not being able to breathe to like Whoa. it it was just that it's so fast sometimes and and it's just yeah it, it i i can fully understand how that can be perceived as cold yeah from the outside if you don't know what you're dealing with yeah 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 sometimes <laughs> but it it's good. I like you said. I I really appreciate this knowledge when it comes to the kids and when it comes to raising kids, because if I didn't know what I know about myself as a manifestor mom, I would have. I think I would have come to the conclusion that I'm a sociopath or a psychopath even. 
because I'm so far removed from everything that we're conditioned with that moms are supposed to yeah to be I was watching a show yesterday I can't remember what it was and it was something along the lines oh but moms always know where to find things and moms always moms are all and I was like not in my house (laughs) I can't look for things for shit I go to dad open centers head center and everything here (laughs) everything's missing I've got my phone in my hand and I'm still looking for it and 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 it's all these all these little things that we get conditioned with that i'm i'm so not and and that oh but you you can't sleep at night because you're a mom i sleep like a fucking log it's my poor husband who wakes up during the night but it's like my body you know went through pregnancy went through breastfeeding it's like okay i'm out i'm done they're out in the world i'm done and and it's not like i don't try to wake up i just i can't do it yeah i can't and he wakes at the drop of a hat poor thing yeah so it's all these things that and also you know being a manifester i know i have to tell my kids i have to say to them i love you yeah i see you i appreciate you all of these things i have to tell them because there's no way for them to energetically there's no energy exchange they're sacral beings and there's no energy ex- exchange between me and them. And and so I have to tell them. And when I, you know, when their reaction is, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like, okay, I've done, <laughs> I, maybe I can back off for a bit. <laughs> Good mom today. <laughs> because one. if I hadn't known, yeah. then I would have just assumed that they knew yeah. because I do love them. You know, two pieces of my heart just out walking in the world. I know that, but if I don't tell them, they don't know. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that can really trip up manifestors going back to to the anger and, and the manifestor who thought you were angry. It's scary starting to to say what's going on inside because you've been so punished, you usually. You've been so punished, so it's scary. And then having someone who can just listen and just you know not take it into and make it their own but just be there yeah it's really and I'm sure that had an effect on on that manifestor you saying you know but how were you feeling that day yeah because I'm pretty sure no one's ever said that before no because it's 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 scary being on the outside of a manifestor I find it uncomfortable in, in, see, I, I have not to this day encountered that. Mind you that the 3-5 manifesto can come across as quite aggressive, you know. I have, I've, I've, but it's like I see through that, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just a facade. That's just the mask you're wearing today. And I think that's that's where reflectors can get themselves into a lot of trouble because they'll go, they'll just bypass the mask and it's a bit confronting for someone. They're like, what did you just do? You just ripped off my mask. That's my protection. That's my what? How can you see me? Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And and, and I'm, and I meant that when I said uncomfortable, it's like, I can still feel, but maybe that's more with emotional manifestors. I'm 
trying to because I, I I distinctly remember during an immersion I was standing not this last one but I was standing chatting with someone and an emotional manifester just walked up and just stood not next to me but sort of behind my my back shoulder and I was like what does she want what is she doing but can she come around so I can see her because <laughs> I could feel her behind me um, but then again, as a manifester, it's super cool to be, as I'm sure it is for reflectors and all the other types, it's super cool to be around your own type. Yeah. Because of the lack of contention between the auras. Yes, it's so nice. Yeah. There's no one like poking you, <laughs> trying to get in, and there's no one trying to envelop you, and they're fluffy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, you know, it, it would be pretty cool to have um that that's not probably never gonna happen, but just to have manifestors and, and, and reflectors just hang out and just hear everyone's perspective and perception of what they're feeling and what goes on in the body. Yeah. For science. Yeah. <laughs> For science. <laughs> I know what you're saying there about that, because it is you do feel it the more you kind of like living your experiment and being in your body and really listening to how your body's responding to different energies. And we are generalizing here because people are still people. So as you were saying earlier about that, so not to, to overly generalize, but I know I get on quite well with projectors, but sometimes I can feel that probing. Um, and it's like back off. Like, yeah, and it mightn't even be at me. I could just be in a room where they're doing it with other people and they're unintentionally doing it. It's literally like a funnel and it's, it's like, <laughs> stop it. You're, you're actually being rude, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and, it's intrusive, I guess is the right yeah. word. And it, it's, um, I, I mean, I have to tell my husband sometimes he's a projector. Can you, and he can just be sitting because when we work, um, we sit at an angle. So sometimes when he focus, just, you know, when you think about something or you're trying to solve something and you just focus out of, uh, into nothing, he accidentally puts his focus on me and it's like, could you point that somewhere else? please? <laughs> can you so point that you know. somewhere else? That could be Mr. <laughs> point your gaze. The focus. The focus. Can you point that focus <laughs> somewhere else? But then again, you know, he's a he's a projector and I'm a manifester, so he can't really initiate with me, but we live our life together. So he also uses that if I'm doing something and he needs to tell me something or, you know, he can just come in and, and you know, just focus on me and I'll turn around and I go, what? What do you want? So he bypasses. He he yeah. he's he's got the hacks. He's got the inside <laughs> tells. <laughs> but for any projectors out there listening, we've been married for oh fuck, nine years. Is it nine years? We've been together. Yeah. Check your ring. Been, Check your ring. Oh no! I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd get through it once, not checking the ring. Damn it. <laughs> we've been married for <clears throat> years. Um. <laughs> So it's not it's not a hack for for any projector with any type out there, because it is really, it is really it's re really powerful that projector focus. Yeah, it's really something 
and I I picked that up and I have that repelling aura I'm not even a, a generator with that open aura you know I can and I see with my kids I see how different I mean we're different types and we're different people and and all of that but I see the effect that he has on them it, it's very different from mine very different yeah yeah is um yeah and and then again you know I grew up as a manifester I don't have a manifested kid so I can't speak to that I can only oh and and again going back to my dad I, my dad was a manifester yeah yeah. Uh, yeah and and that was so growing up we always it was always so easy when it was just him and me because we never talked we just never talked we just did our own thing and then you know he would come ask me if I'd eaten or you know I would go ask him if I, I he wanted something for dinner, whatever we just did our own thing and then my mom would come in she's a she's a manifesting generator <laughs> and, and and it was clear looking back through or, or looking at as I'm sure everyone does when they start their experiment, looking back at previous situations or experiences through the lens of human design, it's like, oh, that's what was going on. And I can see, you know, me and my dad were like separate islands just moving around in our own autonomy. And then my mom would come in with her enveloping aura and, you know, wanting everyone to be together and wanting everything, everyone to share. And me and my dad was like, what? No, we're fine fine my poor mom my poor mom caught between a rock and a hard place (laughs) I think um oh yeah I don't know if I've shared this with you maybe I have I can't remember but my adoptive parents so my adoptive father is a reflector and my adoptive mother is a projector we're just not sure of the that type because we can't pin down the actual but you know when you stalk and you think back again, what you just did then, you think back to your life and you're like, yeah, that's probably why it was pretty cruisy. <laughs> so yeah. It wasn't a lot of pressure happening in that household. The pressure was all me. <laughs> I was the pressure. <laughs> but it takes, and, and again, you know, going back to raising kids with this knowledge, it, it takes away some of the pressure that is so easy to put on yourself and for me for example oh I should be more loving or I should be more together or wanting you know it's not who I am it's not how I operate luckily we live with with my mother-in-law who's a generator so they get a lot of of that sacral energy exchange with her and it's amazing it's just awesome to watch because I see how they you know they like playing a board game when they play with her, it's it's clear that they're, you know, having fun together. They're doing it together. There's an energy there for them together. Yeah. If they play with me or their dad, it's just mayhem. <laughs> there's none of that, there's none of that easy flow that comes when you hang out with your own type. It's none of that. None of that. And I'm just so, so glad that they have that yeah. with their grandmother. They have that exchange because they need that. Yes. They need that exchange. Yeah. And as a non-sacral, I look at it from the outside. It's like, oh, there's so much going on. I, know, much. I think I need to lay down. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Though I say that, but at the same time, I can 
move and shake it like the best of them. It's like, I think that's another, you know, um, oh, what do they say? Our reflectors need to rest a lot. You need to, you need to rest a lot. I'm like, have you seen how much crap I can get done? It's just not consistent, but it doesn't mean I can't move like a speeding train. <clears throat> yeah. Very, very interesting watching the yeah. energy. It's just, like you said earlier, it's just standing true to who you are. Yeah. And not, but for me, it's also having no expectations of outcome. Yeah. It is a big thing for me as a manifester because I, I, that was a, that was a big aha moment for me when I realized that, oh, because I just do things. Um, I don't think about things too hard, never done, even less so now. I just do things. I want a, a new job. Okay, so I'll apply to a new job or I'll, you know. Um, and I could never figure out why people had such difficulties with, like, getting a new job or or moving house or ending a I it just never why oh oh that's why because I operate this way and other people operate in other ways oh okay I see ah, that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> I get it now uh, yeah and and it's, it's I, I remember saying this to Kitsia, and, and I don't know if I've said this to you as well. For me, and, and you know, that oh, reflectors are slow. And for me, it was never reflectors are slow. It's just reflectors operate on a different time scale. It's mm. just different. Yeah. It's not slow. It's just different. And, okay, so... I know that you have it operate on a different time scale than I do. Then I try to be as respectful as I can with letting you know as far, you know, in advance, if I want to do something or if something's happening so you can have that time yeah. to, to reflect on things. And also, you know, if, if something pops up and it's like, Oh, it's tomorrow. And I would really like for us to do this. I have a full understanding of you might not be available. Yeah. And it's got nothing to do with whether we're friends or whether you like me or not. It's not personal. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing as well. Yeah. It's it's not personal. No. No. Which is, I guess, it's natural for a manifestor and reflector to say that. But maybe for a projector and, and a sacral being, that's really weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Well, my husband says that, you know, things aren't personal. So I guess it's not weird for him. I think if people understand the types, even though they mightn't understand to the depth of their own type, they're more compassionate and they understand that people are human. You know, they're just human, having a human experience and it's just... Yeah. But I think when people are very still caught up in their own orbit, in their own, it wouldn't matter. 
because they can't yeah, no. see past their own lens. They just yeah. they can't get out of that. We'll call it not self, but just even in that churning out, they can't dissociate yeah. from their own ego. Don't know. Don't yeah. know. It's good food for thought, though. Yeah. I always just think these days, well, I'm going to respectfully live my life and mind my own damn business. Yeah. And I'd appreciate it if you fuckers would all do the same. <laughs> and not get in the way. Not get, get out of my world. way when I'm having a manifest today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would, I would say, like I said, I've, I've been experimenting since, since 2012, but I would say I think in the year leading up to this past year, I think as much has happened in this year, the last year for me, um, which is just mind-blowing. And I didn't know that was the case until I said it, but... I said it so <laughs> but that's that's the way it feels it feels as if I've really come home or as if I really starting starting to solidify what what this experiment means yeah, and it's it's starting to become very clear physically like in my body like I mm -hmm. said I couldn't move from from the back of, of the of the chapel I just couldn't I couldn't um and and those situations are becoming it's it's clear that it's my body navigating this I'm not doing anything yeah. I'm just watching going oh okay well that's interesting huh I didn't know we were doing this now and it's just it's the most peaceful life yeah I I could have never dreamed of of life being this peaceful and this calm. And it's and the but I mean remember I have kids. They're not peaceful. <laughs> I know what you mean though. I know what you mean. <laughs> but it's the it's the the handling of of the everyday situations and everyday mayhem with kids and family and logistics and work and whatever it's just i navigate that all of that from 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 a solid place of peace i feel yeah i love that so nice you're <laughs> so good <laughs> thank you beautiful soul i will let you go <laughs> okay <laughs> okay all right, darling. Bye-bye. You have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.